Hey everyone, and welcome back to a, another episode of the podcast. It took a little week off. Uh, we have a lot of holiday in Denmark, so I was out holidaying at summer houses. So I'm back online now and really pumped actually to bring you this episode because it kind of touches on something that I really, really get fired up by. But today, uh, in a minute, you're going to be hearing about a guy called Runa. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. It's Runa Kaligug. Uh, I'm sorry if you're listening, but I really suck at it. But this guy works in a company called Spear, um, also part of Nordic API Gateway. And these guys are like a fintech sort of solution. Um, they do B2B, but also they started with Spear, which was this solution to help with personal finances, kind of way before you had the Revoluts and the Monzos kind of guys coming through. But it's a cool story because Runa lives in Jutland, but is allowed to be pretty much fully remote, works between Copenhagen and Aarhus, uh, and actually works almost every week moving, pre-COVID times, of course. So lots of travel, but there's no rules of travel, which makes it kind of nice to see how some companies are super focused on the remote first thing and live by it. But Ruin focuses on PR. He's head of PR right now. And uh, prior to doing that, he was pretty much doing everything, community, social, customer service, even product. But what makes the story even more fun is that he was actually, I believe, the third employee ever hired into the company, first as a student intern. And the company grew to 60 people in three and a half years. A lot of growth. Uh, and it's kind of one of those unique things to go through it from being such an early employee. Um, but he has a bachelor's degree in international and business and marketing and um, really super involved. And basically on this episode, what we're going to go through is something, like I said, that's super personal and I'm going to title it. So we're basically talking about radical transparency from leadership and how that can inspire your personal brand building, inspire this whole remote first trust culture and can bring an open and transparent company Um how that can also be sometimes potentially a bad thing. And it will be kind of walk into those two dimensions. So focusing on how the founders, the leadership team can really radically inspire the people by being transparent. So enjoy this one. It's not very long, but it's super focused. And anyone who's super interested in the whole transparency game, you know, radical transparency and how it comes, how it needs to come from leadership, it's a good one. Joy, guys. Speak to you soon. Let's zoom. Let's zoom more in on you and your journey, because you know, I, I, I just from looking at you and 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 some of your posts, you know, you're you're quite active on LinkedIn. You're posting a lot. I quite I quite like your posts. They're quite fun. Where did that start? How did you kind of begin to tap into <clears throat> a bit more of the whole softly, maybe more on the personal branding through your company? Um, because, you know, I think your main picture on your LinkedIn is just that massive picture of the team and you're right in the middle having a great time, right? So what's that? How has that journey been for you? Was that intentional or is that just a byproduct? I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's both, actually. Uh, it's, it's, um, I've always been really team-centric, uh, no matter where I've been working, uh, even though it was at the gas station when I was uh, 17 years old, or it was uh, it was here. Um, to me, it has always been important uh, to show, of course, from my own brand perspective as well, uh, to show what we're doing in the company, inside the company. Um, but I think that that 
also because we have I think it's 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 purely natural to be honest. Uh, I think that our CEO back in the days he he kind of acted really transparent when he communicated with his organization. It was fifteen people, so whatever. Nice. But he still does that, and and I kind of like that um, um, because he's really transparent and he says stuff like it is, and he also has such an he has a great passion for what we're doing himself. Uh, and you know, that passion just inspires me really much. Um, but can you go, if you have like, I'd love, can you go deeper on transparency for me? Because that means different things to different people. And, you know, Plio is a transparent company, quote unquote, but a lot of things also weren't necessarily transparent and there's always reasons for and against, but, um, why, what was super transparent about your CEO? That's, cause that's an interesting one because I think like you're, what I believe you're leading to here is that by seeing what leadership was doing, it naturally organically inspired maybe you and maybe a few others to be open and be allowed to share and, you know, show the world, you know, this is what we're doing. This is what the team's up to. And I think that's just lacking. Yeah. I think that the, the openness of, of, uh, of the founders of the company uh, and, and by saying openness i mean like nothing was hidden it it's like all informations where you know everybody can and the same goes for today there's if there is like a really serious situation for instance the coronavirus only he just uh calls up the entire company and he says fully transparently fully openly this is where we are uh and, and this is how we can get through it but you know, it's not like there's a massive script behind it. He just speaks directly from his heart. And you know, yeah. he does that every single time. Now I've been working closely with this founder for a while, right? And, and you know, he's extremely clever, of course, uh, but he's also extremely honest. I would say sometimes brutally honest, but but he's <laughs> but, uh, but he's definitely honest. Uh, but would you I say your like colleagues? Do your colleagues resonate with that too? Or is that more like just how you like to work with a founder or with a, a leadership I team? That, I think it resonates within the entire company. Nice. Um, to, that's what I hear. And, and that's also why we're seeing that I'm not the only evangelist of the company. Uh, we have different kind of, of people. It's, it's not planned or something like that, but it, it's purely natural because everybody, uh, especially the big, you know, the people that that, that kind of have been there like more than a year or two years and so on uh, but everybody kind of feels the pains uh, and and also feels the love to the company products stuff like that we are like um we we, we kind of go that extra mile uh as a company because we we truly believe in what we're doing uh, cool. and that that's i think that's really really important from a founder's point of view because we never had this dictator founder, I think. Uh, he's not like trying to be super bossy or anything. He, he kind of lays out that you're able to do whatever you want. Uh, yeah. Of course, you know, I don't have to be at work for eight or nine hours a day. If I have a day where I say, hmm, well, I need to go grab a glass of wine with one of my old friends. Uh, see you Monday, right? <laughs> I can do that. Uh, and, and, and that has just been a really natural part of, of, of our company um, infrastructure, you could say. 
um, that 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 we can do. Uh, we can actually we, we work remotely. We are remotely born organization uh, somehow. Also resonated a lot with me because I'm not the type of guy who are uh, who. Some days I love working really early <laughs> and go home really early as well. But you know, I also like to have a day or two off some some days, right? And it's not like it's keeping track of from uh, from one of my or from any of the yeah. other managers. But I love, uh, I honestly love to hear that that's the way that the that the pulse is in the company because I think that's great. Um, and I think through this podcast, I'm keen to learn exactly how other companies are doing this. Are there more? Is it, is it is it the majority of founders now that are taking this stance of being transparent, more open, and being very very honest um, with their staff, or is it the opposite? Are more people going not the dictatorship? I think that's a harsh reality, but you know, much more of authoritarian. Like this is how we do it. Still, but I think that that uh, the transparency and, and open openness uh, just had a really positive impact on our, our organization, and also like the the love for for the company from from the employees. Um, but I'll challenge I you actually a bit on this one. Do you think being yeah. too transparent and too honest to the company can also be a bad thing? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. Um, Yes, it can. Uh, it sure can, depending on, of course, what 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 message you are trying to provide your employees with. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think that yes, it, it could have a tendency. Let's say, for instance, that the message was really sad, and and you are in a period right now where you need to um, have energy, have the energy. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, let's say that we lost for instance let's let's say that we lost a crazy situation that is never going to happen let's say that we lost our, our biggest client uh to our competitor uh and 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 that message was uh, shared in a, in a bad way uh yeah. really quickly without thinking of how to communicate it um that could have a really downside i think on the transparency part um but 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 i think that 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 we are also like suited not to do that uh, at yeah. the moment. Um, I think there I is think a balance. I, I think, <laughs> I mean, just going by my experience and I'm, I'm leveraging on Plio because it's the one that I have the most experience with, but you know, we were a very, very transparent company early on. And then that transparency evolved into something that in my opinion, wasn't necessarily transparent, but it was kind of showed to be and mm -hmm. reflecting on it neutrally. I'm trying to position this as maybe that was kind of a good thing because some things shouldn't be too transparent because a, it distracts people from focus. You don't always need to know everything. And that's not because something is wanting to be hidden from you, but it's just that if we tell everyone, it will get everyone concerned or worried or distracted from being able to focus, especially when you're hiring, like we mentioned, 180 people growing super fast. So, it's actually exactly. that comment is interesting for me to reflect on the experience that I went through. Sometimes I agreed with it. Sometimes I didn't. Um, but trying to be a super objective, what is the balance between things that should be always transparent and those mm -hmm. things that are a little bit more case by case, somewhat need to know. Yeah. Um, I That's think the magic. That yeah that's the magic um 
I, I totally agree. So some things are not, uh, some themes or some actions are not to be fully transparent of, uh, but, but I still think that, that that part, also like I had a really close relationship with Ono uh, nice. uh, for, for, for the past three and a half years. Um, and you know, he, he's the guy that calls you on a Saturday to tell you, hey man, you did a really good job. How are wow. you doing? Uh, that's that's how he is, and he still does that, even though he has like sixty employees to to care about now, right? Uh, he, he, I still have that, that that touch with him, and I think that a lot of others also have that kind of touch. And he's like praising people on Slack, and he's 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 doing some really awesome stuff sometimes. And he doesn't have to because people also have like their managers, and they have their managers today, and but he's still the CEO going into to like into the organization and, and trying to have these touch points uh, with everyone. Um, so, so sometimes he calls me and we can talk for like two hours. That, that is like a bit about work, of course, but it could also be everything in between. <laughs> and he still does that. And, and I kind of felt that personal touch with him uh, from back in the days when he, he hired me. I think it took him like five minutes to hire me. Uh, he was like, hey, we can get you for free. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that, that was the, the idea back in the days um, with the internship and stuff like that. But yeah. then afterwards, he, he, he's just always been there. If I have like, I, I've had, he, he kind of became my mentor as well uh, during a period uh, of time. Um, and he, he, he just kind of have that personal human touch He's, he's a friend, uh, he's a leader, uh, but, but most importantly, he's a friend as well. And he's, um, you know, his mentorship also, like, he, he was the guy saying, Uno, you have a lot of qualities, you have a lot of ways to go. I remember that talk. Uh, because I was, like, confused when I first entered the company. I was like, I could sell, I could do marketing, I could, uh, I could call people, I, I could uh, close contracts, I can do anything. And he said, okay, with all your skills and, and, and you're like an extra, you're like, you're, you're like the guy who, who loves to talk, right? <laughs> that was what he told me. Uh, you could use some of those skills, maybe drive them into, have you ever heard something about PR? Yeah, I've heard something about PR, but you're like the perfect match for PR because you're a sales guy and you're like a strategic guy and you're like, um, uh, and you're also like a communications guy and, and you also understand a bit of marketing, right? Oh, I do, do, you do understand a bit of marketing. You should definitely do PR. So I think that he was actually the person who introduced PR to me back in the days. Uh, he did it uh, for, for the company uh, years before I did it. But, you know, he, he's, um, he's just maybe the most inspirational leader I've ever uh, That's awesome, worked man. with. Okay, cool, amazing. Okay, so final question, which I ask everybody, um, and more, this is more of an answer uh, that I'm looking for in terms of a statement from you. So is there anything that you can share in terms of a tip individually that you felt and lived through your own experience? It might be a certain thing that you've done, a certain way of working, you, it's very undefined, that is your tip that's like, you know, this really worked for me to help me find my way, find my path. 
that you can share and it doesn't need to be generic to other people it can be very much you know how you did it the idea being that you know someone can listen to it and like salt and pepper choose some of what you've done what others have done on the podcast but actually try it like it actually the next day go and execute on something which could be a simple tip anything that you could share there yeah i think from uh from a social media point of view or from a pr point of view or uh, I think it's it's really important to be posting your achievements on your own channels uh, as well. Uh, so if you have any achievements out there, just feel free to post it, uh, whether it's on LinkedIn or, or uh, any other social media. I think it's really important to share the world that you're doing something, even though it could, it could basically just be like, I wrote a blog article. It shouldn't necessarily have to be like a big PR campaign and the the front page of TechCrunch and so stuff like that. You know, you could do anything. I think that every single employee has something important to share, and I think that they should definitely just, as an employee of either a startup or whatever, you should definitely use LinkedIn to post that one thing that you find really cool from from the week, right? Um, I do that every single week. I think when I come to Thursday, I'm like sitting, what was the coolest thing about my week? Um, well, it was uh, probably not the most successful weeks in terms of, of uh, what I achieved, but still, hey, uh, I had a really nice talk with this inspiring person, A, right? I'm posting it to share. Um, thanks so much for this it was really nice to catch up and it's super fun just to learn about different stuff that people are doing and understand you know what perspective everyone has i think so many people are so different but there is a common thread there's some sort of and it's really interesting listening because i've I've learned so much now between all these 10 episodes i think that i've already recorded but i'm definitely realizing there is similarities across all of people (laughs) there is there is no doubt about that Cool. But uh, it was a, it was a pleasure talking to you, Hakon, and uh, I wish you all the best on the new job. If I can, if I can now of course back. it will be out already before this this comes out. But it's it's super exciting. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm pumped for it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hear more about that, and uh, wishing you all the best, man. Don't worry, I'll destroy LinkedIn with so many messages. People are going to just say, "Stop it, please." Cool. No, I'm kidding. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> cool. Take care, buddy. That's great. You too. Bye.